Today on Feeding My Faith, what kind of logo are you? I'm here to praise your name, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. I'm here to lift the name of Jesus high. All right, welcome to Feeding My Faith. I am Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I want to have a stronger connection with God. And this is my podcast where the, the tagline is God Made Simple. And while I have other podcasts about technology and podcasting and weight loss, this is one side of my life that I also wanted to speak about, and that is my my faith. And so I'm going to do something that's kind of weird for an audio podcast. I'm going to talk about things that are very audible or very visual, I should say. For instance, and, and so if you're, and I don't want you to close your eyes, but if you think about it, if um, I say Nike, you, you, do you see the swoosh in your head? If I say ACDC, do you see those kind of almost old English kind of letters with a lightning bolt in the middle? If I say Nazi, right, you probably see the, the red square with the uh, swastika in the middle. If I say Macintosh, you probably see the apple with the logo or with the, the bite taken out of it. If I say Jewish, right, you probably see the six-pointed star, the Star of David. If I say Mercedes-Benz, right, you probably see that thing that kind of looks like, well, another so another logo, uh, you know, um, a peace sign. If I say McDonald's, well, that represents the golden arches, right? So when you're driving along and you're hungry and you see the golden arches, you know that means food. When you see that fish, right, the fish symbol on somebody's bumper sticker, you know that that's the sign that I'm a Christian. If I say the Red Cross, well, that one's easy. It's a big, giant Red Cross, but it's, you know, it's on a white background. It always looks the same. And what I want to talk about today if I say the Rolling Stones, let's do that's another one, right? The Rolling Stones, Big Red Tongue. All these are symbols that represent brands, right? Coca-Cola has that red on a the script, right? A Visa card has a certain logo. All these different logos that represent other items. It's kind of funny because... In sports, right, people get really upset about, I remember, uh, I think it was last year, when a team won in Dallas, and they beat the Dallas Cowboys, and they went out and danced on their logo in the middle of the field, and it was the fact that they danced on their logo, right? That image, that, that representation of, hey, this is us. So, there are strong things that come about when you see these logos, right? When I, when I see a swastika, I'm like, Ooh, that's, ew, that's just pure evil there. 
When I see a Macintosh symbol, I think, wow, that's expensive. Right? They, they bring out different emotions, different thoughts. Right? When I see the Jaguar on the hood of a car, I'm like, ooh, that's expensive. And of course, there is the cross, the symbol for Christianity. And I would like to say it's more the simple, the symbol for Jesus Christ. And we could go on. There's the, the rings of the Olympics. There's the Pepsi logo. We could go on and on. But here's the thing. Jesus told us that he's coming back. But in the meantime, we are to go. Go. The Great Commission, go. He didn't say, uh, see if you can get somebody to come up to your house. He said, go. Go. It is a verb. Go. And make disciples. And I want to play a clip. One of the things that has been a regret of mine for 48 years is I have... I've taught Sunday school. And, and can I say this right up front before I do anything here? This is not about me. This is not about me. Because in the end, it's all about him. Anything I've ever done remotely well is because God gave me the talent. He gave me the experiences that led up to me being me. But I've taught Sunday school. I've preached sermons, and I've never really known if I touched anyone. And so I was listening to a podcast, and I heard this. So that's where I went on this journey. And to be honest with you, too, back uh, back before this, I mean, I didn't even believe in God. I was basically an atheist. And in this past two years, um, I felt God's presence in my life. Now, if you don't feel that, I'm not, you know what? I'm not judging you. Live your life. Sometimes people get really offended when someone talks about God. I remember listening to Dave Jackson's podcast one time, and uh, he had a feedback from a listener that said, listen, if you're going to keep talking about your invisible sky buddy, uh, I can't listen to you anymore. And Dave kind of fired back, said, listen, I can't, if I have to be, if I have to appeal to everybody, then I basically appeal to nobody. This is who I am. This is what Dave was saying. This is who he was. And he's going to continue to do that way. He's a man of faith. He's a man, he's a, a man of Christian faith. And he talks about that. And I applaud him for that. And I'm the same way now. I mean, I felt the presence of God in my life for the first time in my 50s. So I talk about it. Um, and if it offends you, sorry, I guess. I don't know. But saying that, um, one thing about Dave is he's a podcaster. And he has uh, a podcast about podcasting called The School Podcasting. But he's also tried trying to lose weight. He has another podcast called Logical Loss Podcast, which is at LogicalLoss.com. There'll be a link for this if you go to the show notes. Let's reverse obesity forward slash zero two zero. You'll be able to check out all these links. But anyhow, so Dave was doing a podcast about 
anxiety and depression. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm starting to really um, identify with this and I'm listening. And then all of a sudden I hear this. I am nowhere near where I thought I thought it was going to have kids. I have stepchildren. I thought I'd have a house. I have no house. I live in an apartment and that's fine by me, by the way. You know, but it's just one of those things where you make plans of where you're going. And here's here's this thing. Um, my buddy John over at Let's Reverse Obesity.com and a friend of mine, member of the School of Podcasting. If you want to check out that podcast, check it out. But he interviewed this guy who was all about kind of meditating and things like that. And he said the reason that we sometimes get stressed or we get upset, things like that, is you think about it, is um, with sports. Sports, I'm really kind of almost anti-sport at this point. You know, you have these millionaire people. I'm going to go, can we, are you ready for a tangent? Okay. You have these millionaire people that are getting paid insane amounts of money to play a game and we cater to their every move. But the thing is, you identify with a team. You know, for me, it's the Cleveland Browns, right? And we haven't won a championship in forever. We haven't had any kind of championship in Cleveland in forever, which is, you know, depressing in itself. But the thing is, Growing up, or for whatever reason, you identify with things. And when reality is different than your expectations, that causes stress. And then we eat, is basically what this guy was saying on John's show. And so when you think about the past, in some cases, you're not where you thought you were going to be. And that was your expectation. That was an expectation that you made years ago. And the thing is, okay, maybe you're not where you thought you were going to be. Are you at least headed in the right direction? And if you're not, hey, it's time to turn a page. What have you learned? And let's focus on how things are going to be better in the future. But the one thing, you know, it's you cannot change the past. But it is never, ever too late to rewrite the future. So that made my day when I heard that clip. Now, let me say this up front. This is not, absolutely not about me. I didn't do a thing. All I did was planted a seed. It's it's up to the Holy Ghost and that person to be open. But all you can do is point to God. All you can do when the world says no is say yes. Because the world is wrong. And on a daily basis, people are whittling away the words of Christ. They're watering them down. It's a decaffeinated Jesus. And you got to go, no, 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 no. That's not what he said. It's time to get in the Bible. Read Matthew. It's amazing. I think we've forgotten. You know, Jesus said, go tell them what I've taught you. Well, you better know what he taught us. And it's not going to be easy. And you are going to be ridiculed and say, oh, you're invisible sky buddy. And yeah, that guy did say that. And they want you to be quiet. And I'm here to say that in the same way that a logo 
brings out emotions of people and it represents something. You represent God. And if you focus on that and you make it a priority, there is power there. There is life-changing power. Think about that. I, well, again, it's not me. I planted a seed that helped change John's life forever. And I praise God for letting me see a harvest because I try to plant a seed every day and go, here's another one. And I just hope the, and somebody else might come along. That's the whole thing. You might come along and water that and somebody else might come along and fertilize that and somebody else will come along and maybe put a little sunshine on it because we got to let our light shine. And eventually, so, so, you know, when, when John says, I felt God moving in my life, that might have not even, that, that may not have been my seed. That might have been your seed. And I just happened to come along and add a little fertilizer and bam, Holy Spirit shows up, slam dunk. The question is, in the same way that logos represent companies, how are you representing God? What kind of emotions do you bring forth when people see you? Right? When I look at a Jaguar, I go, man, that's expensive. When I see the Rolling Stones tongue, I think of, uh, you know, Keith Richards and a cigarette. You know, what are people thinking when they see you? In Matthew 5, 16, it says in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give to glory to your Father who is in heaven. So I praise God for letting me see that and letting me hear that and for encouraging his child to keep doing what you're doing. You're on the right path. The Bible says we're supposed to stand out because as the world gets worse, we're just going to look like complete idiots. Like what? And in Romans 12 too, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You got to get the, the Bible in you on a regular basis. Start off your day with that. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God. People are going to test you. And you're not going to know which way to go unless you start studying the Bible. And it says, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You're going to know that by getting the word in you. And I'm going to wrap it up there. I realize I'm kind of all over the place here today, but I just want to let you know people are watching you. And if you say you're a person of faith, they're watching you. You're a logo. You are a, a logo for God. 
You are a representative of Jesus. And if you consider yourself a person of faith and your friends don't know it, it's time to let them know. It's time to take that step. I joined a band about six months ago. We play classic rock and, you know, two tickets to paradise and that kind of stuff. And I wasn't sure if I really wanted to get back in there. I like playing the guitar. And the band I'm in consists of me and three other people who are very nice, very talented musicians. And they're all flaming alcoholics. One of them, the drummer, is trying on and off to stay sober. When I met him, he was wearing a bracelet after being caught. And I'm trying to let my light shine. They jokingly call me the reverend because I said, well, yeah, I was, I was a pastor for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, that, that didn't work with my church. So I've taken my sermons to the internet. Okay, reverend. But that's okay. They say it in kind of a joking way because they think it's weird that there's this reverend guy that can just go out to the front of the stage and shred. That's all right. I'm just showing you that we're not all judgmental fools. That there's a lot of things that God loves about you. And those are a lot more than the things God gets disappointed about. And that you are not, you are not defined by your past. You are not simply a conglomeration of every mistake you've ever made. God has a plan for you. And he has just phenomenal things in store for you. But you got to listen to him. And you got to talk to him every day. So that you can be a logo. So that you can be blessed. And so that you can help others be blessed. We got a short period on this, on this life, on this planet. Carpe diem, right? Seize the day. Start that today. So get out there, testify to the truth, and reach out to God because it doesn't matter how far away you've been from God. He's a very patient dude and he's just waiting for you to come back. He'll take your hand and go, all right, let's have a chat. Thank you for tuning in. Our website is feedingmyfaith.com. If you like this program, tell a friend. If you hate this program, tell a friend. Take care. God bless.